Eruvin Peretet Mishnah Dala. This Mishnah discusses whether carrying is ever permitted in an area that only has two walls opposite each other and is open on the other two sides. So let's say you build an upper story, a loft on top of two houses that are on opposite sides of the public domain, and now the upper story now forms a roof over the public domain. So on either side of the road you've got houses, and then you build this loft that spans the road on top of the two houses. So um, so that that's number one. And so too if there are bridges that cross over the public domain, so the road underneath the bridge is open on two opposite sides, but it's enclosed on the other two sides by the walls holding up the bridge. We can carry underneath these, these upper stories or the bridge on Shabbat because these places are viewed as being surrounded by four walls because you've got the two walls of the houses or the bridge supports on either side and the two legal walls that are formed by the size of the overhead structures extending downwards. As we said, this concept of Pitikra, Yored Vesotem, the edge of a roof comes down and seals off the area. Okay, so we say you've got the two walls on either side and then there's two of these uh, constructed walls that we say that are from the from the from the loft or the bridge. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. These are those Rabbi Yehuda. Chachamim Asrin, but Chachamim forbid carrying these places because, in their opinion, they do not extend downwards and form a wall. Um, and they basically hold that Peter Kra would not would not apply in this case where you're enclosing two open sides opposite each other. Now, for Ad Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said further, "Ma'arvin le'mavoyu hamafulash." We can make an eruv a shituf mevoat for an alley that is open at both ends, but has two full walls on the other side. As long as there's a pole or beam at both open sides, so according to Rabbi Yehuda, even two walls suffice to make the area between them a shutayachid. Um, an eruv for such an alley is sufficient because two full walls alone for, form a private domain on a biblical level. So that's what Rabbi Yehuda holds, but the Chachamim forbid carrying in the Ali because they hold the two full walls do not form a private domain on a biblical level and therefore the poles or beams on the open sides of the Ali are insufficient. You need three walls according to the Chachamim to uh, to make a Rashut Hayachid. Perak Yod Mishnah Aleph, the first two Mishnahs of this Perak deals with the person who finds Several pairs of tefillin in an open place, such as a field, where they could be defiled by animals or whatnot. This Mishnah teaches how, how this person can take them to a safe place through a public domain on Shabbat. Hamot said tefillin. If one finds several pieces of te- pairs of tefillin in a field or other unsafe place, machnisim zog zog. You should bring them in pair by pair. So as in the person should wear them one pair at a time in the regular way, one on the arm, one on the shoulder, one on the head, and bring them to a safe place where it takes them off, goes back, repeats the procedure until all the pairs are secure. By wearing them, this person is not committing the transgression of carrying in a public domain because wearing to fill in is like wearing a garment. So this Tanakama is basically holding... So there's basically the machloket, whether or not the mitzvah to fill in apply on weekdays or only on weekdays on Shabbat as well. Now, our Mishnah, the Tanakama is holding that wearing to fill in is obligatory even on Shabbat. So therefore, you can wear to fill in Rosh Hashanah because you're wearing them like clothes. The rabbis, however, they ban wearing to fill in on Shabbat because they're concerned that if someone wears to fill in on Shabbat, the leather strap breaks, they might come to carry Rosh Hashanah so, so which is prohibited. However, in our Mishnah's case, where someone finds to fill in and they're at risk of being defiled, the rabbis lifted the prohibition and allowed them to wear the to fill in Rosh Hashanah in order to spare them from desecration. So that is the opinion of the rabbis. Now, Rabbi, that's the opinion of the Tanakhama, so that we see that they can, they can, they can bring it in. Rabbi Gamliel Omer, Rabbi Gamliel says, Shnaim, Shnaim, you can bring them in two by two. You can wear two pairs at a time, two on the head, two on the arm, because even wearing two pairs is not considered carrying. So Rabbi Gamliel holds that you can only wear tefillin on weekdays, not Shabbat. So you can't wear them in Shabbat because they're not considered clothing. However, 
over here we're saving them from desecration so you can wear them on uh, in Rosh Hashanah on Shabbat like, like, like we do with jewellery however you can also wear two pairs of tefillin um, because you can wear two pairs of tefillin on, on, on the head so so essentially he, he, he permits you carrying it like that now in what case does this apply? And when can you bring to fill into a safe place um, through a Rosh Hashanah on Shabbat? In cases of old ones, which have markings to show that they are definitely to fill in, but in cases of new ones, which have no markings like this, cannot may not even be to fill in. Patur one is Patur, and you should not save them by wearing them in the public domain because there's a concern that if you don't know that these are tefillin, there could be a kamiya, there could be an amulet, and these things are not be will not then be permitted to be worn on Shabbat. Now the question is, what do we do if there are many pairs of tefillin, so many pairs that even if you wear them one at a time, two at a time, back and forth, back and forth, you won't be able to save them all before the end of Shabbat. But Sa'an Tim or Karichot, if you found them in numerous pairs or large bundles, so there's so many of them to save before nightfall, Machshich Alehem Avivian should stay with them, guard them until nightfall and bring them to a safe place place of Asakana. However, in the time of danger, okay, if let's say at this time, you know, when, when you'd wear them, you'd put yourself in danger, Mechasan Vaholechla should just cover them and leave cover them with your cloak. So the danger over here is that is that the government at the time banned the practice of Judaism and will punish anyone found with tefillin. In that case the only option is to cover tefillin and leave. But if the danger is that the person might be attacked by thieves, then you can't abandon the tefillin because you can you can actually carry them. You know, you're not going to get done by the government. So what you do is you carry them, you pick them up, you walk less than four amat at a time. Okay, walk for less than four amat, stop, walk less than four amat, stop, and so on until you reach a safe place. In this way, you do not commit the biblical transgression of carrying an object four amat in the public domain. Now, even though this is forbidden by rabbinic law, the rabbis lifted this prohibition for the sake of protecting tefillin. Have a great day.